With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It's Tuesday, 6th of February. You're on Breakfast with Michael Karianis and James Magnuson this morning. Here on SEN 1170 AM, six more sleeps till the big boys are back. Vossi and Brandy, six sleeps away. Get excited, fam. And for the first time, uh, first hour, we welcome you listening on SENQ 693 up there in Brisbane. Patton Hills will be with you from 6 AM. If you're listening anywhere across the SEN network, good morning to you. Now, huge news we just heard from Vanessa. This is going to be the lead story of the day all around the world. King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer. MC, that was a little bit of a shock to wake up to this morning. Yeah. Nearly just got there. Good morning, Miss. Oh, yeah, he's waited a long time to um, take realm or, or take hold of the, the throne. But, yes, um, that, that news just before we came on air that King Charles um, has cancer. They haven't disclosed exactly what type of of cancer it is yet obviously when a underwent a procedure around christmas uh for his prostate but they said it's not related to that yeah they're stressing that it's not prostate cancer we don't know what type of cancer it is uh thoughts and prayers with our king uh lots of other news mc this morning uh rugby league legend on today brad fittler i'm excited for this one speaking of kings yes Yes, the Brad. New South Wales King, Freddie Fittler, on this morning. So he's on his annual tour to regional areas. Is this the motorbike tour he does? Yeah, yeah. Is this yeah. a little bit early this year? Um, I'm not sure. We have to ask him. I thought usually it was more like in, rug- in rugby league season with the ex-players, all that sort of jazz. Very excited to get Freddie on. Uh, Dr. Justin Coulson, uh, he's coming in to talk to us about junior rugby league, uh, getting rid of grand finals, getting rid of some of the, the competition mm. for those younger children. Um, he's going to talk to us about the effects that will have on those budding sports stars and how it may affect their, their development in sport. Uh, this is an interesting story that came across your desk, MC. Um, not sure what your Google search history was for this one, but the Gold Coast wants to ban the G-string on the beach. I was outraged. I thought this would be right up your alley, Miss Owen. I wasn't wrong. Yeah, so it looks like, uh, well, there's a push from one lone individual, so I can't say it's a oh, so state. it's not the whole Gold Coast. It's not. I'm tipping it's not the whole Gold Coast, particularly around schoolies time, um, to ban the g-string. It's not offensive, isn't it? No. Does it offend you when you're striding your stuff on the Bondi shores? No, I don't wear my g-string to the beach. <laughs> um, I keep that for around the house. <laughs> no, it's pretty popular in the AMC. It seems to be as time has gone. The amount of material mm. in the swimsuit has decreased. Yes, that is true. Where we're left now with 
there's not much coverage left, mm. to be honest. But I'm a fan. Mm. Doesn't doesn't upset me. It definitely does not worry me. No. But uh, to that man up on the Gold Coast who's petitioning, so he's gone to the Gold Coast, the mayor of the Gold Coast. He said he wants it banned. Grow up. Mm. Grow up. If you feel uncomfortable, that's on you. Yeah, it's a you problem. You've got some private sexual frustration that you need to get out of your system. Don't be banning the G-string. We're big fans here on the, su- on the summer breakfast show. Uh, all right. Dogs on public transport. Talk to me about this one, MC. Well, we both love our dogs. We love right? our dogs. We, we, do, we do love our dogs, and my dog's definitely part of my life. And, you know, if we're going out for breakfast and the like, I don't take him to a place where I can't take the dog. Yeah. Um, so we have the bub and my wife and the dog all, yep. all come to, together. We try and, you know, it's a little bit harder for, for dinner and stuff. But if we're yeah. going out for, for lunch or, or breakfast, we, we definitely make sure that we can go to a place um, – that is dog friendly. Obviously, there's lots of pubs around the inner west that are, are, are dog mm. friendly uh, as well. But there was a, uh, a story doing the rounds in the last 24 hours where regarding a push or the potential to have dogs on public transport. Um, it's allowed in Europe, South America, and, and New Zealand. Um, but as the transport secretary Josh Murray, who said that they were looking into the potential for allowing dogs on public transport. Okay. It is an interesting one because there's obviously dog people or pet people. Yeah. Um, and there's people that don't want a dog, a random dog licking them. So I, I can understand that. Where do you sit on dogs on, on public transport? It's a good question. I mean, my dog I don't have a problem yeah. with because he's pretty well trained and behaved. But if you've got like a pit bull champing yeah. at the bit yeah. on a on a public transport yeah. and a three-year-old kid walking down the aisle, I can see the issues with it. Funnily enough, in America, I think it must have to be like a, some sort of support dog. You mm. know, when people say, oh, I rely on my dog or whatever. Yep. So I was sitting on a plane once and in front of me on the seat, sitting up on the seat, was a full-size poodle. Yeah. And a full-size poodle, for those that don't know, is pretty much about the size of a greyhound, mm. a full-size poodle. And this thing was perched up with the haircut and everything on the seat in front of me. And the lady must have bought it a plane ticket. But on in America, you're allowed to bring them on domestic mm. flights. Yeah. So that was a little bit Do of a they spin have out. to be support dogs in America? I think you could just take I'm them. Not, I'm, I'm, not I'm sure. pretty sure in America, I've seen enough of them now where, like, poodle's not a support dog. Well, I could support you. Depends what your issues are. You might mm. not like G-strings at the beach, so you get yourself <laughs> you a poodle. Get yourself a poodle to look at. <laughs> was it wearing undies, like a dog, dog nappy? No, um, but yeah, it, it, it was just perched up there on the seat, sat there for the full flight. I think I was going from somewhere like Dallas to LA or mm. something like that, and I didn't have a problem with it. No, but you're a dog person. It was quite comical, to be honest. Yeah. I, I'd have no issue, but it, you're right. Like, where, what's the cutoff? As you said, you know, if you've got a pit bull on, on a train... That wouldn't make anyone comfortable whatsoever. And then maybe they all need to wear a muzzle. Yeah. If, if, yeah, they're, that's on, fair. if they're on a it doesn't matter the size of the dog, doesn't matter the breed of the dog. Um, if you do have your, your dog on, on public transport, just to try and mitigate some potential dramas. The problem is, public transport, transport could go down the gurgler really quick if you've got dogs, for lack of a better term, pissing and shitting on. Yeah. 
trains, yeah. planes, and automobiles. Yeah, that's not ideal. That could get rough. That's not ideal. Hey, call us or text us throughout the show. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy to have a chat to us. 0457-736-736. Give us a text. Andrew from Brisbane has called through. He wants to talk about dogs on public transport. Morning, Andrew. Oh. Morning, gentlemen. Uh, not just public transport, good restaurants, planes, whatever. Keep your dogs at home. <laughs> You're doing it if you can't do it without your dog for an hour. Oh, uh, I, feel, I feel slack leaving my dog at home, Andrew. What have you got to do? Why? What's wrong with it? It's a dog. It's not a, it's not a human. It's all, part of, it's, it's all part of my life, my dog. I, I feel, as I said, if when we go out, obviously we only sit outdoors. Um, if there's a place to, to go for, for breakfast in our area, um, I take the dog. And if I can't take the dog, I don't go there. You know, when I was when I was living in Balmain, most of the pubs you could bring your dog yeah, inside. In the, yeah, in the inner west, there's so many places where you can take the dog inside. Yeah. For sure. Would you ever take your dog to the pub? Andrew, Andrew? Does, Andrew do you have a dog? Yeah, mate. Yep. Oh, what's what sort of dog you got? It's a bit It's a bit yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I believe you, you get uh, more longevity out of uh, non-purebreds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. All right. Well, thanks for your call, Andrew. I'm sure your sentiment is going to be echoed by many. I just did a quick Google MC. 40% of Australian households own uh, at least one dog. Mm. So 40%. So this is probably going to split 60-40 against, yeah. I yeah. would imagine. Yeah. Uh, and I'd like to know the weirdest place you've taken your dog. Like, Weirdest place I've taken my dog. Or, or people in, in general, where have, uh, have they taken their dog? Yeah, um, 0457 736 736. Where's the weirdest place you've taken when your we dog? Look, if we're, we're travelling interstate or whatever, I look for Airbnb, whatever the case may be, that's pet friendly. Yeah. Um, We've gone more dog sitter of recent. I've had, yeah, you've had because to, we don't like traveling, particularly if we're flying. I, no, I don't like course. taking my dog yeah. on a flight. No, no. Yeah, I've never taken the dog on the plane, but I'm saying if we're. Uh, if we're staying somewhere that's in a driving distance, then I'll drive and, and find somewhere where I can take the dog. Hey, we've talked this morning, G-strings, dogs on transport. Mm. I just want to keep a little bit pop culture as, yep. as we keep going. Schooner prices going up, yeah. fuel prices going up, yeah. biannual tax rises. Surely there's other things we can tax than two of our most important commodities particularly for our demographic here on SEN, schooners and fuel. Mm. Come on, find something what else. Would you, what would you like to tax? How about boat fuel? <laughs> or how about like... That was so random. How about the tax on private jets? Or I don't know, something that doesn't affect us in everyday <laughs> life. Yeah, that's fair. Scoo schooners, so there's a problem at the moment, um, MC. I saw the other day one of the big... One of the biggest uh, independent brewers here in Sydney, Wayward Brewing, um, has gone out of business. Mm. So these these boutique breweries are really struggling at the moment because of the increased taxes. So they have to pass on the price rises, whereas some of those big companies like your Asahis who own – Asahis bought Carlton um, United who had all the Australian brands and yeah. stuff. They don't pass on the price hikes because they can afford not to because they're so big and so all these little boutique breweries are going out of business which is pretty sad because again if you live in around say Marrickville, Newtown, Camperdown yeah. there's a heap of them heap. heap of them and they're they're the ones that struggle with these tax rises so it's not great for small business it's not great for the individual 
because the price of beer goes up for all of us. And then fuel hikes, like, come on. Are you, are you a craft beer guy? Not particularly. But I'll, I'll say if it's a, if it's a lager, yeah. yes. I'm not a um, Pale, IPA yeah. kind I'm, of guy. I'm exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. But one thing I always think about fuel is uh, fair trading. Mm. Where where are they when it comes to fuel prices? So long weekend coming up. Yeah. Wooshka, fuel yeah. goes up. Yeah. Oh, that's the war in Ukraine, is it? Just happens on the long weekends, does it? Yeah. yeah. But even if you buy fuel, I think it's like Thursday through Saturday, it's more expensive than if you buy Monday through Wednesday because mm. it's coming into the weekend. Where's fair trading on that? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, that's yeah, some of the things we need to look gouging. at. It is that's price, price gouging. Price gouging. Or even, all right, grand finals on in uh, Melbourne for the AFL. Yeah. Prices that's of flights right. from Sydney through the roof. Do price th- gouging. Do you think it was the same for hotels and uh, the CBD tonight to see Henry Winkler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for over 50s. <laughs> RSL clubs have hiked their prices for drinks all across the CBD. Uh, but I've always thought, like, if, if I'm a small business, right? Let's say for my gym, uh, in January, more people want to go to the gym yep. because they've done their New Year's resolutions and all that stuff. If I hike my prices for January, mm. people would be complaining and saying it's price gouging. Yeah, and yeah. it would be an issue for, for fair trading, I believe. Like people can't work out in January because they've hiked the prices yeah, everywhere yeah. because people uh, have got New Year's resolutions. I just think... That's the things we need to look at for cost of living. Yep, for sure. If you're going to increase the, the price on fuel, put a cap on it. Mm. All right, the price of fuel is going up, but we're capped it at $2.20 across the year. Yeah. At no time can it go above that. Well, that's the thing, the discrepancy, as you said, between you know a, a random Monday and a, a long weekend. That's where, that, that's where it's madness. Rubbish. Rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. We're going to solve all the big problems right here. I know, here. we're going, getting Summer very deep very early. Uh, the Penrith Panthers have got a three-part documentary coming out on Channel 9. This sounds very cool. Have a listen. Do you think the Panthers' 21-22-23 team is the greatest NRL team of all time? Well, the 23 season's not over yet, so ask me when it's over. Back-to-back premieres are hunting history as they aim to become the first in the NRL era to achieve an NRL three-peat. We do themes and, you know, we've been doing that for three years. Yeah, this year was, we wanted to be undisputed champions. Premierships are really difficult to win. On any given day, anyone can knock you over and you can be out very quickly. This final series is a whole new ball game. There's teams that have gotten a lot better, so we have to be better ourselves. Yeah, for me as a competitor, I want to play the best at their best. Considering the players they've lost, it is incredible they're still there now. I think if Penrith could win three in a row now, I think that'd be the, the greatest achievement that the game has seen. Lewis picked up an injury here. The Star 5 now racing the clock to be back in time. It was going to be painful, but I was just always positive. The one that you see outside this energetic loudmouth, he comes home completely different. Like just knowing that this is going to be my last time here, it was really emotional. All those memories that I've had, those big moments, um, I wouldn't be there without the blokes inside these four wars. Put all this work in all year, so get out there and have fun with each other. Find that dog in and find that ripless edge, that'll be the difference. The first thought there was, this was a nightmare. Just ask for a little bit more of a Mustang in. I love these. Mm. Feed this sort of stuff straight into my veins. They've wheeled Sturlo back out for it. Yep. How good. Hopefully, I mean, the, the toughest thing to overcome in the season for the Panthers was, of course, Jerome Luai's wedding speech. So hopefully that features with Brian Toe's stinky ass. Uh, with a lot of ass talk this morning. Calm down, MC. We're not even to the first ad break yet. But I love these sort of documentaries. A little bit American. Yeah. But making their way now into popular culture here in Australia. And I love them.
Yeah, and they've touched on the theme. This year, their, their theme was carrying around uh, a heavy, or last year was carrying around a heavyweight title belt, a replica belt to say that they're undisputed champions, um, which was... What do you think it would be this year, 2024? Well, I'm not sure because the year before was Top Gun. Uh, they had a Top Gun yeah. theme where they were all um, given monikers from, from Top Gun. And um, it, it was interesting. And they, they went, they kept that all along. Um, usually it was Cameron Serraldo who was in charge of, of the themes. Well, it's worked well with the Bulldogs. Uh, <laughs> what, was, what do you think? <laughs> Let us know what the Bulldogs theme yeah. could be this year. Well, what was it last year? <laughs> On the brink. <laughs> I don't know. What could it be? That's the a good one for the, our listeners. The utility. Remember, you can call us throughout the show, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 We have a Signet Power Bank to give away to the best caller today. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. Your calls and texts in just a moment. Welcome back to SCN 1170 AM here in Sydney. It's pouring outside, MC, mm. which is actually a little bit of a relief because yesterday was one of the most humid days in recent memory. I went to the beach yesterday. It was... I had a very enjoyable day. I was there for a few hours, in and out. Did anybody complain about your G-string? <laughs> <laughs> I would have had to have been wearing something beside it. Oh, no, no, there. No, no, no. There we go. Real Dave Riccio. <laughs> the chance today of a thunderstorm later, heading for a top of 27 degrees. Good morning up there in Brisbane. If you're with us, you're here for another half an hour before Patton Hills will wake up and join you. Partly cloudy day up there. 33 degrees. They're probably listening to us saying humidity. <laughs> what do these losers know about humidity? Breakfast is powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. As I said off the top, six more sleeps. And the boss man and Brandy are back on your airwaves. Uh, all right, one 1170 to talk to us throughout the show. James from Hornsby. Morning, James. Morning, James. Morning, Michael. We've got our tinfoils hat on. Yes, let's go. <laughs> Love this stuff. Rightio. Okay, I think it was about nine or ten years ago, a barrel of oil cost $142. Right. We're paying around $1.20 a litre for fuel. Price of barrel of oil, I think I heard yesterday, was $74. We're paying $2.10. Work right. that out. Who's making, who's making the profit? We don't know. Government. Yeah. Just look at they want to put the taxes up. You think of New Zealand. Just Senator Dern put brought in something in New Zealand saying there'd be no cigarettes sold from fourteen year olds onwards to get rid of all the cigarettes in New Zealand. Yeah. The new Prime Minister got rid of it because they worked out how much money they'd lose from the taxes. Yeah. There it is, That's James. What they want. So one hundred and forty dollars MC for a barrel of oil back then, seventy four dollars now. Our price goes up. Go figure. Put your tinfoil hat on, MC. Who's who's making the money? This is out of my realm. No, <laughs> we love it. We love it. Keep calling us in like James did. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, uh, And you can text us 0457736736. Few texts uh, coming any through. Any fact-checking? Do we know that's what... Like, no, okay, no so, fact-checking no, from no, me. No worries. I just take James's word for it. I believe him. He's a good man, good name. <laughs> Kiwi Joe says, anything to talk about the dogs missile? Yes. yes, yes, yes. And anything for MC to talk about butts. <laughs> Big G says, morning missile and Michael. I don't use public transport. But I don't believe dogs should be allowed on public transport. It's not the dogs, it's the people handling them. After all this time, you know, people still don't clean up after them. The bloke who wants to ban a G-string needs to be deported. It's gone to all areas. But yeah, I agree. It is, it is, it's a lot of responsibility that you're giving to the owners. Mm, yep. And unfortunately, a lot of dog owners 
don't handle that responsibility yeah. well. And a non-cleaning up thing. Your street had a real problem. Well, yeah. Well, the guy on the corner of the street does have a, a sign-up saying. Has it helped? Well, I haven't. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was an issue outside his house anyway, because it's a pretty quiet street. But um, yeah. What about well, this text? We're talking about Bulldogs themes. What's the potential for a theme for the Canary Bulldogs in, in 2024? Last year, the Panthers had undisputed. The year before that was Top Gun. Um, the Bulldogs. Here's a text here. Bulldogs theme could be the Titanic. Oh, harsh. <laughs> Is Matt Burton Jack? <laughs> Cameron Serraldo, no room on the iceberg. <laughs> Gus has, uh, Gus has got a life raft, though. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's made it out alive. Yeah, he's left them there. Raymond Fatal and the Mariners <laughs> gone down off the ship. Bye, Raymond. <laughs> uh, Let us know your theme for the Bulldogs or your club. Yeah, what's well your club's theme this in, year? In the NRL. Good one. Good one. Paul McCrory Pearl says, My mate was on a flight from San Fran to another US city and said someone boarded with a miniature horse. They were claiming that it was their support animal. True story, and it's ludicrous. Holy miniature horse. Mm. Where would it sit in the aisle? There's a bloke that rides around Dulwich Chill with a pony. Really? Yep. Yep. There you I, go. I saw him quite often when I was living there. All right, 6.30 news up next with Vanessa. 5.30 if you're in Brisbane. We'll bring you all the big sporting headlines straight after the news, including a big NRL contract extension and plenty more. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness? Contact Bryden's Lawyers. Thanks, Vanessa. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. If you're just waking up, here's some of what's making news. The Courier-Mail reports that Ezra Mam has agreed to terms on a $3 million extension, keeping him at the Broncos until at least the end of 2028, beating the likes of Dolphins for his signature. Uh, Ezra Mam, Ezra Mam goes through 30 out, takes on Edwards, burns Edwards. Oh, wham, bam, thank you, Ezra Mam. Scores a try, Broncos have the lead. What a call there from the great Joel Kane. He'll be back this year on SEN League commentary uh, 2024, live here. Mm. Love Joel Kane's commentary. All right, $3 million for Ezra Mam. Is that a mil a year from 25 onwards? No, a bit less. Less? Uh, He's a million dollar man. Three tries in a grand final. Yeah, but it works out to be a bit less than a mil. He's a million dollar man. <laughs> he's still, I, I think it's a good a good deal for both parties, right? Because he's... Good deal for him. Well, New salary cap, the million dollars is now more like an $800,000 player. Yeah, and I, I still think he's still got a, a bit of time to prove himself in terms of being a consistent NRL player. Like he, he showed uh, the back end of the year that he, he's got all the potential in the world to be a superstar. But you look at that side as well, they've still got a... Resign Reese Walsh. They got Payne Haas. They got Stags. They got um, uh, Carrigan. They got some big names there that they yeah, need I don't to, know to squeeze in. And, and how are keep they going to fit Reese Walsh into all of this? So if, if you had to pay one of those guys a million dollars right now, it's Reese Walsh. Yes. So you know, Ezra, Ezra Mann's. But when you time, say pay a million dollars at other clubs, Reese Walsh is getting at least one point two, probably probably 1. more. 2, yeah, but he he's had his time away and it didn't work for him, so he's probably more settled at at Brisbane now and. What no. does Ezra Mam get in another club? Probably a mil. Just a mil? Just a mil. Okay. I'm starting thinking about these new contracts now yeah. as in the new salary cap, which is an extra 30%, right? Yeah. This new salary cap. So I'm going 
on a mil. If I would have paid him a mil before, now I'd pay him more like 1.2 yeah. up to 1.3. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt clubs can have two million dollar players. Some clubs already do. Roosters have seven. <laughs> and that's just their wingers. <laughs> no, but um, I, I can't for the life of me. So I saw an article where they were talking about Adam Reynolds and they said there's just a few things to finalise before he re-signs for a further year. How are they fitting him in there as well? What's yeah, doing? He, I'd say Adam Reynolds' deal goes down significantly. To what? Six. Even seven. then. What, Even would you, then. what would you pay Adam Reynolds? No, I, I'd yeah. pay at the Bulldogs. I'd pay Adam Reynolds 800 to a million. Yeah. But I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's a sacrifice you make to have another dip at a grand final before you retire. But looking at that Broncos lineup and clubs will pay players on potential now. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So on potential, Ezra Mann is at least over a million dollars. Yeah, at you, least. You, you could have Mann, Walsh, Payne Haas all on a million dollars at the Broncos. Yeah. With Carrigan a little bit less. Fair enough. Uh, listeners, 0457736736 is Ezra Mann on sub $1 million enough. How do they fit all these players into their salary cap? Uh, tough day for Manly players at the coronial inquest yesterday into the death of their former teammate, Keith Titmus. The inquest was told yesterday that he was suffering from heat stroke when he collapsed at training and later died. Really sad story, MC. Um, not too much to comment on that no, one. It's obviously Just a, a, a tough hor- day. horrific story. And Josh Schuster, one of his teammates, um, you know, was emotional as he gave. Uh, evidence in, in that inquest, and, and that inquest would continue. Uh, India has beaten England by 106 runs in their second test to level the series, chasing 399 for victory. The tourists were one for 95, so it was looking good. Then they lost five wickets in the morning session to allow India to take charge of the contest. Here is Mukesh uh, Kumar once again, bowls. Edge gone, taken by keeper Shrikha Bharat. Shoaib Bashir is on his way. India are going to win the test match. It's going to be 1-1 going to the third. A reminder, SEN commentary team are back in action from 2pm this afternoon for the third test, third ODI, between Australia and the West Indies. Uh, Any interest in that one, MC, or you had enough? No, always. It's a a, dead rubber now. Yeah, it's a dead rubber. Pass an interest. Like, if I'm working and the officer at home, he'll be on in the background, but I won't be sitting there watching it intently. Are you back in the office today? Uh, I'll be in there for a bit and then off for some meetings, yes. Up, up to the Gold Coast to talk about the yeah. burning of the G-string? <laughs> yeah, yeah, going to go. Or across to go, London to cover Charles. Going to go interview some people on the on the G-strings. What Maybe check you? out what sort of flights that the NRL clubs are taking across to Vegas. That could be a good story in that, I reckon. Uh, later this morning, we'll also tell you about an unbelievable knock by a Kiwi superstar in a test against South Africa. MC, we're here for Bryden's Lawyers. If you're unable to work this morning due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Massive show ahead this morning. Headlines by the King. No, not Charles. Brad Fittler will join us later in the show. We've got all your texts and calls in just a moment. Our open line, 1300 01 1170. Uh, or our text line, 0457 736 736. Welcome back to Summer Breakfast with Michael Karianis and James Magnuson. Breakfast listeners, six more sleeps. Vossi and Brandy will be back on your airwaves. Very excited. It's been big shoes to fill for us, MC. Mm. But I've only got a couple more days. I'm a little sad, to be honest. You'll be back on Fridays. I'll be back on Fridays. But, yeah. you know, I've liked my weekdays with you. 
Breakfast powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. As always, you can call us during the show, one 1170 All this talk about G-strings, dogs on planes, King Charles. Our text and call What's one this morning on? is blowing up. Going on. All right, let's go to Peter from Ashfield. Good morning, Peter. Yes, good morning, mate. On a bit of a different subject. Okay. We've obviously got Taylor Swift uh, coming here in February for the Eras tour. Yeah. And uh, I'd be curious if... Um, if Jason and Trevor Kelsey might come here for a bit of a holiday, and especially you know, like Jason, I mean Taylor Swift's a big singing star, but there's no almost no bigger NFL star than um, than uh, Travis, yeah, than Kelsey, yeah. Travis Kelsey. Are you a bit of a Swifty, and, uh, Pete? I, I, I'm actually not. Although <laughs> uh, I did go and see a movie because I thought, what the hell's going on? Uh, what's all the hype about? <laughs> yeah, yeah well, oh, she's okay. definitely. She's definitely talented. Yeah. Did she clean up yeah. yesterday, the Grammys? Yeah. I reckon... Oh, yeah, she, poor Grammy yeah. Awards or whatever the case I, may be. I agree with you, Pete. I reckon they're short-priced to come out. Yeah, Travis will be... It's post-NFL season. I reckon the whole Kelsey uh, entourage. I reckon his brother well, will Jason come. Jason would just family. love to come for the ride. Yeah. And he's fun. He's a fun dude. But I'd say at some point... Like, I don't know. But you'd, you'd suggest that post-Super Bowl, a bit of time, Travis, Travis will be out here. Well, where do you think... Uh, here's a question for you, Pete. Where do you think Taylor will stay while she's in Sydney? If you have to have a guess, your house of Bondi. Stay. Yeah. Um, Ashfield I, I Tavern. Don't, I don't know the. Uh, Over a visit to West Leagues. West, <laughs> West Leagues and Ashfield yes. is a short price favourite. <laughs> so when uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie were out here, there's like a couple of specific houses, houses that they yeah. hire in. Four clues, yeah. big ones on the water there that have big security gates and all that sort of stuff. But if she's only here for a couple of nights, I'm guessing like the penthouse at Crown, mm. something like that, a little bit more is private too, and secure. Too famous too for a hotel. Famous for a hotel. That's a question for our listeners. Oh yeah. four five seven seven three six seven three six. I think uh, the house. I think the house. You think the, the house? Yeah. But maybe Travis will be with her, obviously. Mm-hmm. But maybe the Kelsey entourage, so Jason and his family, maybe they stay at a hotel. But this is all questions that the paparazzi have to figure out because yeah. they have to be, you know. If we know any, get them on the line. Do we know any paparazzi? I don't. You Have you ever been papped? Yeah. I've got a funny story for yeah. you. So uh, mid-career, I just started dating Rose, my oh, yeah. current girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, for whatever reason, paparazzi wanted to get a photo of that. So we went down to North Bondi and someone must have phoned it in or something. And as we're walking back to our car, this is before I lived in Bondi, we're walking back to the car, these two paparazzi come running down and they're both trying to get the photo. And one paparazzi shoulders the other paparazzi. Stop it. They start throwing down. They start fighting over who got the picture or who was in the... uh, these two paparazzi start fighting. And as we're walking up the street towards them, we literally have to walk around them as they're fighting each other. Fist fight over whoever. A photo got, of you. Uh, of me and my girlfriend. How weird is that? <laughs> What's your first thought initially when you see these blokes just randomly taking photos of you firstly? Well, I'm looking around for like, is <laughs> Hugh Jackman here? Or like, is there a celebrity here? You know, it's very, it's very yeah, weird. Yeah, it's very yeah, weird. Yeah. But, uh, and then there's... Should have got your phone out and you could have sold that. Paparazzi fighting. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, the mail would have bought that. They're pretty rogue. Uh, all right, a couple of texts, 0457736736. Rob says, dead on. Tay-Tay is staying in the Crown Penthouse, 15K a night. Wow. Is that confirmed? Rob, tell us your sources. Pedro the Rooster, Tay-Tay loves a snitty and chips, so I'm reliably told. Uh, yeah, fair. Dunny, it's too early for Swifty Talk. Bring back Harry Knuckles and the Pie Man. All right, they're not far away. Uh, Simon from Belmore, six more sleeps for you till uh, Brandy and uh, Botsy are back. Simon from Belmore, are you talking about Tay-Tay or what are we talking about, Simon? No, nah, I'm not talking about that crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about football, more okay. like more about the Dragons and Panthers, okay? I just want to give you a thing about the Panthers. I mean, the Panthers are great, so they won three comp in a row, okay? But everyone's going overboard with them, okay? It's not like they won 11 in a row, okay? <laughs> let's, let's, let's begin with the Dragons. They were successful for those days. No one will ever beat them, but parents are getting carried away with their three grand final. Paramount won three, okay? I mean, it's a big issue with the I mean, it's not an issue. I mean, it's a parents are great side, but they're just going over a border with us. It's not like when they were living in the road, they can just didn't talk, you know what I mean? Okay. I, I think they have a right I'll, to... I'll, I'll challenge that Dragons yeah. 11 in a row side. Pre-six six tackle sets, pre-professionalism, pre-salary cap... Put that dragon side in the park. Give them a couple of years of the same training as Penrith. Penrith beat them 50-0. They obliterate that no, dragon side. No 50 chance. 50-0. As it stands. As it stands, this Panthers side against the Dragons, 11 in a row side. Give them the 10-meter rule. Langlands, give them the six Raper, again. Gaznia, Smith. In today's game, they get uh, proven, pumped. Proven. Carney. Oh, no, no, no. Pumped, no. pumped, pumped. No. Besides the fact they're all in their 80s now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Current day, bring them back. <laughs> I'm telling you, and uh, Panthers fans will be with me. 0457736736. You've been pulled up by Pedro the Rooster. My current girlfriend, James, oh dear, that will get back. Yeah, I know well, what you've had past girlfriends. Have you? Oh. Yeah. Um, It's not a secret. <laughs> People, the the... Um, I think when you say unsure. current is in, it may not be. People were unsure back at um, when before I had any girlfriends. Of your which side yeah. of the fence I was on, so that's why I think it was popular to get photos with um, the girlfriend. Okay, when one arose. Okay, hey, Colin's got a question. MC says he knows no paparazzi. Please, don't you work for multiple media outlets? You must know some of the paps. I, I know zero. None of them. Zero. Even the footy photographers. Well, they're photographers. They're not paparazzi. I know photographers. But when you want photos for your article, or is that the editor that pulls those photos? You just write. Uh, no, no. We have we have staff that are photographers. I know them. Yeah. But I wouldn't classify them as paparazzi. They're photographers. In terms of, I don't know the guys. So that if are, Taylor Swift was in town, they wouldn't, wouldn't try and get a snap. They might, but I wouldn't have a clue who's doing that. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't know of the guys that are sitting there trying to get photos of you in the street. I wouldn't have a clue. All right. I'll take your word for it, but I'm with Colin. I <laughs> think it's a little Why bit suspicious. Why Little Why bit suspicious. Why would I lie about that? Who was taking photos of Jerome Luai at Brian Toto's wedding? I think he was sent by MC. <laughs> I wasn't <We're>... invited. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers. All right, MC. This day in history, mm. something very special happened. Okay. But you'll have to stay with us to find out what. Welcome back to Summer Breakfast with Michael Carianis and James Magnuson. Pouring rain here in Sydney today on the 6th of February, 2024. On this day, MC, like I said, 
big things happen. Mm. 1952, Elizabeth II is proclaimed queen, holding the position for over 70 years until her death in 2022. What a significant day for the royals. Well, King Charles. For different reasons now. Answer. Yeah, different reasons. Very sad. Apparently Prince Harry's, or do you call him Prince now? Harry? He's flying over. Netflix Harry. Is it, yeah, Netflix Harry, yes. <laughs> In 1940, <laughs> the animated film Pinocchio has its world premiere, becoming one of Disney's bo- most beloved classics. <clears throat> it always spins me out how old these mm. Disney movies are, because when you're a kid, you watch them thinking they're current yeah. day, and then yeah. you find out 1940, 1940 Pinocchio. Timeless. You know, it's pretty weird. They go to that island and they lock up all the kids and stuff. And there's, yeah. Some of the things that. Of tin foil I watch, like, about Beauty that. and the Beast the other day. Like, oh, yeah. the holidays. Does it hold up? There's some underlying messages, which probably are a bit creepy for kids. Basically, she's held captivity and falls in love with a captor. Oh, I thought you might have liked it because it meant that beautiful women like hairy men. (laughs) 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 Newcastle legend Denny Badiris was born on this day in 1978. Happy 46th birthday, Denny. Only six metres out, Newcastle. They want to level things up. Can Badiris get there? Oh, Denny Badiris, the veteran. I met Denny Badiris at the airport in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, getting into his work. He was with uh, Mark Hughes, maybe one of the Gidleys. Good guy, Danny. Great guy. Yeah, really good I'm going to go really out with him and say my favorite number nine ever. Uh, Obviously, Cam Smith, the best number nine yeah. ever, but he played for Queensland, so what am I going to do? It was an interesting time because he was the dominant hooker for, for so long and then had a great career, outstanding, all-time great. And then replaced by Cam Smith. Got a bit awkward there. They didn't really like each other, did they? Uh, former Australian cricketer Brad Hogg is 53. 53? Must have played until he was... Well, he came back and... He was only playing that... Big Bash a couple yeah. of years ago. Played for Australia and he's... I'll do some research for our listeners on that one. Uh, Rick Astley was born on this day in 1966. He had the number one song in the US and the UK in 1987 with this hit. You all know it. You're welcome. That'll be stuck in your head all day now. <laughs> there used to be a thing on uh, YouTube called Getting Astley. And as you'd search, like, it was like Getting Rickrolled. That's what it was called, Getting Rickrolled. You'd search, it'd be like Brad Pitt uh, has a fight on the set of Troy, and you click on it, suddenly Rick Astley. Thanks, Rick. That's morphed into other noises. Oh, Rick, you've wrecked my morning. Uh, if you're listening through SENQ, 6.93 a.m. in Brisbane, time to say goodbye. Patton Hills are up next. Hope it's not raining as much up there as it is here in Sydney. If you're listening through SCN 11, 70 a.m. here in Sydney, plenty more to come, including MC's NRL players under pressure. Who's left, MC? South Sydney Rabbitohs. South Sydney, last one. And then we'll run through every club in case you've missed it. Beautiful. And, of course, Rad Fittler, the king of New South Wales. He's not far away. See?